If various fish, shrimp, and microbial organisms can sense and respond to the presence of foreign objects, they could potentially help the Navy's ability to know what man-made objects are out there underneath the surface. At least that's the idea behind a DARPA program called Persistent Aquatic Living Sensors, or PALS. It's been going on for nearly a year, and joining me with an update, Dr. Larry Tender, a chemist with the Naval Research Laboratory. Dr. Tender, good to have you on. Thank you. So tell us how this program works. You have different research teams under grants, and they are studying what? Well, we're studying how organisms in the marine environment react to the presence of different objects in the marine environment. So, for example, if you could imagine wading into a pond where there might be a lot of small fish, and as you start to wade in, the fish start to scatter if you had a way of sort of monitoring that phenomenon, that scattering, you could interpret it to mean that, hey, something is wading into the water. And that's that's really, in the very simplest explanation, what, what we're trying to do. The underlying rationale here would be then that more and more nations, including adversaries, are looking to deploy autonomous and underwater types of devices, whether they're, I don't know, sensors or listening devices or even missiles. Sure. Absolutely. Yes. That is our focus. And what are the specific organisms you're actually looking at? So uh, our approach is to, to try to uh, listen in on the microorganisms that are naturally residing in the marine environment, and in particular, the marine sediment. Our perspective is that microorganisms are essentially little electrical machines. That's a big part of my research. I describe myself as a microbial electrochemist, and so I study microorganisms as little electrical machines. And, and what I mean is, is that they are, they are moving electrons around from inside their cells to outside their cells to the environment and, and vice versa. Um, in fact, all organisms, including us, uh, are electrical machines. And their electrical properties may be affected by the presence of uh, devices that are operating in the ocean in such a way that we might be able to detect those, the presence of those uh, devices by how they affect the, uh, the movement of electrons that, uh, that the microbes are undergoing uh, in the marine environment. Okay, so that leads to two questions. The first one is, do they react or do you theorize, anyhow, that they react differently to, say, something that might be made out of titanium or plastic or graphite or something versus, say, another fish swimming by, which is made of flesh? You know, absolutely, yes. So we're talking about electrons, and so electron electrical currents are affected by, say, metals, for example, electrical fields, magnetic fields that something might be emitting. And just as you might have an electrical device on the countertop that is, say, optimized to um, sense, say, an electric field or a magnetic field emitted by something, we want to see if our electrical devices, are, meaning our microbes in the, in the marine environment, if their electrical properties change in the presence of electric fields, magnetic fields, metallic objects, et cetera. So, yes. And the other question is, how then do you sense what's going on with microbial creatures, and how do you get that information back to where it can be analyzed? Yes, that's that's really a big question. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know yet. That's the goal of the program. I'm a basic scientist. I'm not an engineer. And so, well, I can you know, do things in the laboratory under very, very specific conditions, uh, how that actually is implemented and done in the marine environment is really what DARPA is funding us for. So, and, you know, we just started um, the program just a little bit more than 
three months ago, and so we really that's the goal. That's it's uh, if all goes well to be a four-year successful effort, and that that will be the the culmination of the effort is actually doing what you asked. How do we how do we interpret what the microbes are doing, and then and then um, use that as that, you know useful information. We're speaking with Dr. Larry Tender. He's a chemist with the Naval Research Laboratory. How do you work now? Do you go out into the mud flats and stick instruments down into it, or is this pretty so much lab based? So we do we do a lot of lab based work. We study pure culture microorganisms. These are organisms that have been extracted and purified. You know, microbes are very communal. They they generally uh, exist in 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 communities of other types of organisms, uh, uh, we, we call biomes, whether they're in our GI tract or in the sediment of a marine environment or in seawater. And so we go out and we extract certain organisms and study their electrical properties. We study the electrical properties of communities, and we do that in the laboratory. Uh, we have a capability here at the Naval Research Laboratory where I have a essentially an agro- above-ground pool which is filled up with sediment and seawater and emulates the bottom of the ocean um, where we would actually want to be operating uh, because we would be sort of listening into the electrical properties of the microbes. And, um, and we, can, we can do that, you know, indoors under controlled environment. And then, of course, uh, eventually we need to move out into the, into the real environment. And, and we have a bit of an advantage in that because I work for the Navy, and we do operate all, all over the world in the marine environment. So there's lots of opportunities to do that. Especially with those littoral combat ships, you can be close to shore and probably Absolutely. do some work there. And just Absolutely. out of curiosity, what does a microbe do? Do they emit electricity? Do they change their capacitance across their cell? Or what is the yeah, reaction? Those, those are all great questions. So, you know, in the normal course of going about their business, you know, all organisms have to, um, you know, acquire energy. And uh, we do it, you know, in the very basic sense by ingesting, say, glucose. And we get the energy by stripping electrons off of those off of those molecules, and and those electrons go through our body through a whole host of processes, and then they come out with lower energy, and they have to get we have to sort of clear them out of our body, and we do that by passing them on to oxygen when we breathe. And so the microbes, uh, so we're pretty limited in that capacity. There's a few things we eat that give us the electrons we need, and there's, a, there's only really oxygen is the only available way of passing our electrons. Uh, out of our body, but in the marine environment, the microbes are much more uh, diverse in that process. So they can they can acquire electrons from a whole horse a whole host of different sources. They ingest these uh, compounds. They strip off the electrons. These compounds are essentially fuels. Whether we're talking about glucose that we eat or or some of the other organic compounds in the marine environment that the microbes eat, and they process the electrons, get some of the energy, and then they got to pass the electrons out. And so the microbes that we're interested in uh, can actually pass the electrons out of their body onto, say, minerals in the marine environment. And, um, and it's that passage of electrons that uh, constitutes a current, and it's that current that we're interested in studying. Well, I'm glad we have minds like you that can figure out these things. Dr. Larry Tender is a chemist with the Naval Research Laboratory. Thanks so much for joining me. Oh, sure. My pleasure. We'll post more information and a link to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive when you want by subscribing at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.